Hello everyone, this is our irregular show Crypto and Not For Dummies and I am its host Dr. Smart Contract and my colleague, Mr. Ethereum. Roll the intro. Free to play and play to burn. What is the difference? I think everything is quite clear in the name itself. Free to play are free games. There are a lot of them now. You can download them for free, but most of the content inside is available for a fee. Accordingly, this creates injustice and a difference between players who don't purchase anything since they have to invest a lot of their time in the game. So people who spend money get some kind of advantage. Play to Burn is a wonderful opportunity that came with GameFi. It's an opportunity to play the game, perform some actions that are useful for the community of players like trading on marketplaces, building something in the virtual world that other players will see, participating in tournaments, and similar actions that help the economy of the game. And for these actions users receive coins, which they can subsequently spend not only in the game, but also withdraw and sell them. They can withdraw and sell coins on DX or centralized exchangers, but the technology itself allows the in-game economy to go far beyond the game. There are two types of tokens you can farm here, fungible and non-fungible. Fungible tokens in this case are in-game currencies such as SPL in Axie Infinity. Potion. And then there are NTFs like clothes. Even in traditional games like World of Warcraft there were blue, purple, orange clothes. The in-game clothes were like NFTs. In fact, there are many uses for this. In games like Decentraland NFTs could be pieces of land. In the case of the metaverse, NFTs could be clothes or virtual offices. Such in-game items can be digitized into NFT. There is farming of in-game currencies that can be sold, and NFT farming. They can then be resold on in-game marketplaces and outside the game, which blockchain technology allows. That is, you can exchange these NFT on some marketplaces. Yes, it creates a certain value for the items. Some weapon that was used during a quest to kill a boss. This weapon is unique. It has its own ID. Someone important was killed with this virtual weapon, so it acquires a certain value in the eyes of the players. Well, yes, especially with the boom of CryptoPunks and the Bored Ape Yacht Club, which consists of 10,000 avatars. By the combination of different parameters, some are more common, some are less common, and this forms their price. So what drives the price is the time spent by people. This is not new, I like the example with World of Warcraft. Time that people spent on farming gold and clothes there, is what determined their price, or how much this gold cost at the conversion rate into real currency. And it's the same here. Time spent creates value. Players have been familiar with these mechanics for a very long time. They know what the hours spent are worth and have been selling these unique items in marketplaces for a long time, but now it is possible to take these items outside of the marketplace, store them in their wallet as a memory of achievements, or sell them. It's a digital item. I am sure that many of those who watch us have won some weapons in lineage and sold them for real dollars. For example, my friends sold an item for $100 or $200. Kids could make money on this back then. Sometimes $500 or $1,000 a month. This is a full-fledged development of a gaming technology. You can sell an item as a digital item. Finally. Hello. How can you make money in GameFi? We have already partially talked about this topic. 
The main thing is the farming of in-game utility tokens for in-game actions. You can also buy some kind of starter packs for these tokens like in Axie Infinity, because sometimes you need to buy some initial pack of characters to start playing. This is the farming of in-game utility tokens and items that you can later sell on marketplaces or in an in-game auction, depending on the game. The general rules are, learn the rules of the game, play well and win, and look towards some complex in-game strategies. Again, sometimes you should pay to enter the game. You can turn on your imagination and apply complex defy strategies. Let's say you have some Ethereum, put it in the MakerDAO, release it on the security of DAI or SAI tied to the dollar, buy a starter set of characters, farm your first NFT or coins, and return the money you invested. It's all about your imagination. Yes, it is somewhat similar to mining, but Bitcoin is mined with ASICs and hardware. While in this scenario there are real people, who invest thousands of hours of their time to get these valuable resources. In liquidity mining I invest, depending on the pools, so to say. I just add liquidity and get coins for it. In this case I invest time. In fact, time is a valuable resource. Perhaps the most valuable. register good question it really depends on the game as a rule you need a web 3 wallet like metamask you will most likely need to buy the tokens of this game for the cryptocurrency on the blockchain on which it operates previously game five projects were released on the ethereum blockchain we remember how crypto kitties took over the chain and inflated commissions because everyone wanted to breed their kittens and were ready to pay hundreds of dollars for this process like a slot machine Perhaps you will win some very rare third kitten, and perhaps you will lose. It's either a main coon, or just a cat. Accordingly, new concepts were formed through such game mechanics. CryptoKitties created a standard for NFT tokens, let's put it this way, and also showed problems of the Ethereum blockchain, the scalability problem in particular. It became clear that something needed to be changed in the network. There was a problem with scalability, because the game with kittens crashed the entire blockchain. Modern GameFi projects are often launched on a different blockchain, on Binance Smart Chain, on Solana, where it is possible to reduce the cost of transactions, make the game more like a game rather than financial trading. $90 per transaction. I'd better wait until it gets cheaper tomorrow. This is a double-edged sword. On the one hand, by creating something on the Ethereum blockchain, you are connected to a wide ecosystem. Any Ethereum user who holds Ethereum or some tokens on Ethereum is your potential client. But on the other hand, there are transactional costs, and all the other Ethereum problems. Therefore, many people are thinking about switching to other blockchains. Let's say their business models are self-centered. For example, NBA Top Shot, everyone lives inside this platform. But many do not care whether it is Ethereum or Flow blockchain, they speculate within the platform and that's it. The players do not care about the platform, as long as it works quickly and is stable, and as long as they have a feeling that they can withdraw money from there at any time, even if you actually cannot.